Hello. Yo, Henry, what's up? Uh, this is Nick uh, from WMSC. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just relaxing. Oh, that's good. Uh, you up for an interview? Yeah, let's rock. What are three singers that influenced uh, the sound of Witch Haven? Uh, three, uh, what was that again? Three singers that influenced the sound of Witch Haven. Singers, you say? Singers. Vocalists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, hmm. Well, uh... Definitely Kronos from uh, Venom was the main influence. Always, uh, always looked up to uh, Kronos every time I'd see him on like the DVDs or the bootleg. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of stage presence, so it was really good. And, uh, hmm, who else? I don't know, uh, most definitely, uh, Barthon from Bathory is another main influence as well. But I've never seen him perform, but... Well, I couldn't hear from his music, so I was pretty good, so that was another influence. And uh, finally, but not least, I would say uh, Tom Mariah. He's a really good, uh, he's a really good front man. He's always got something funny to say before every uh, song, so that's always good. I see. Like, uh, were you able to see any uh, Slayer shows this year? Uh, not this year, but I remember seeing them back in 2003 or four. And uh, actually, five even like a few times consecutively. Yeah, like um, pretty much like if you're like a heavy metal fan, like you gotta see Slayer at least once. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. What are uh, three guitarists that influenced uh, your sound as well? Three guitarists. Um, huh. That's a that's a really tough one. Uh, I would say the guys from uh, Creator. Mm hmm. Uh, definitely the, the guitar work on a, on a lot of creative albums or something that I really look up to, you know. And, uh, like in the, I would say the guitar work on uh, some of the Dark Zone songs as well, really good stuff. Always like the tone. And, uh, finally, I think another same influence is Corson. He influences me a lot with it, basically everything. I see. Because the guitar vocals. What's the word on the uh, vinyl of Terror Storm? Uh, it should be out soon. Uh, it's going to be out on uh, Blood Harvest uh, Records. Uh, it's, uh, it's a record, uh, record company based out of Sweden. Okay. Pretty cool guy. Um, it's going to be a thousand uh, limited press. Uh, it has a new cover instead of uh, the traditional cover with a uh, with the dead kid, you know, decapitated. It's going to be uh, artwork done from uh, the same guy that did the Black Thrash artwork. And his name is Sickness666. Really good stuff. A lot of demons and bullet belts and, you know, heinous blasphemy. That's the art on um, your new uh, Facebook picture, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the art up there right there, exactly. I see. Now, um, has your opinion on um, the sound quality of any of the songs of uh, Terror Storm changed? Like, maybe you might have liked, uh, say, Terror Storm or Dawn of the Unholy or Empty Chasm more now you heard it on um, vinyl? Well, uh, I still haven't heard it on vinyl yet, but I know that uh, when I uh, gave uh, Blood Harvest Heart, our tracks, she was going to mix them, 
and make them sound uh, somewhat different from the actual recording on the CD. So I have yet to find out how it really sounds. Now, um, this dude, Blood Harvest. He's the uh, sound engineer on the vinyl pressing of Terror Storm? Uh, I think I would believe so, yeah. I, I see. If he's got someone working for him. I don't know. But we'll find out soon enough. Now, you going to include like any patches or pins or anything with the vinyl? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be the vinyl, the way it was going to be pressed. I see. So just be just uh, it'll come with a sleeve though, and um, and an insert, so it should be cool. A little bit different. Okay. Now, um, what albums and EPs of yours are in print right now, and also, how can fans get these albums? Like, let's say, like, uh, there's some uh, German or Filipino dude listening to uh, this interview, and they're saying to themselves, "Yo, dude, uh, like, how am I gonna get your album?" What is your advice for people like that? Hmm, uh, hold on, let me get a sheet of paper and I'll tell you exactly what label you can get from. Okay. Alright, sounds good, sounds good. Alright, well, um, right now we got uh, our first two demos out on. Uh, uh, Witch Hammer Productions. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's a production company out from uh, Thailand. Uh, a guy named Jared Sackman. Uh, it's a CD. comes with uh, Behemoth of Attack demo and uh, Black Thrash. And it's pretty cool. We've got that on CD and uh, cassette format. Most times, all you got to do is just Google uh, Witch Hammer Productions and you can usually order it offline. If not, um, you, can get us, uh, you can get it from our website, MySpace and whatnot. Okay. And, um... We also got, uh... I think, yeah, we also have Terra Storm, and we got the vinyl coming out, and that's basically it. I see. Um, you ever going to, um, have Faces of Death on any new albums? Because I, I noticed, like, I saw two of your shows this year, and, uh, you played Faces of Death twice. I, I imagine you played that a good number of times on, uh, recent tours, um... When are people going to be able to hear uh, a new uh, either CD or um, vinyl recording of Faces of Death? Well, uh, we plan on uh, reprinting a Terror Storm, a remastering, and we also plan on throwing a, a few bonus songs, and we plan on including Faces of Death as a bonus song. So most likely uh, people will be able to buy the song with a CD uh, once we release it, most likely early next year. I see. Now, um, what kind of new merch you got for sale since March? Like, any new t-shirts? Uh, yep, we, uh, we got some, uh, the new shirt with the, with the cover for the new Terrorstone album. And, uh, we got the same old Black Glass Assault shirts that we've been selling since the start. And, uh, we also just got some, uh, cassettes. It's a compilation of, uh, some of our songs. That's based out of Germany. It's called Black Thrash of the Germany. So we got some of those to say as well. Oh, sweet. Now, um, since since Halloween is coming up and all, you seen any great horror movies as of late? Hmm. Uh, you know what I've seen that I haven't seen in a good while? Uh, it was that one movie, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Hmm. It's, it's always a good time watching that film. 
Uh, notice that a lot of the deaths are fake, but the two deaths that weren't in particular with a uh, were animal cruelty, you know, to kill that that turtle and and that rat. I see. Pretty fucked up. Now, um, suppose like for a moment you could get a Witch Haven song on any horror movie from the '60s up until now. What song would you pick? Which movie would you choose? And what scene would your music play in? Hmm. I don't know if it's a horror film, but I'm going to pick it because I, it creeped me out pretty good. Uh, it was a uh, film uh, by, what, what's his name, David Lynch, and it's called Eraserhead. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we uh, probably most likely use, like, Empty Chasm, and uh, we probably would use, uh, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of good scenes. Probably the last scene, or where uh, the mutant baby gets extremely sick. Probably good, uh, good scenes. I see. Now, um, when it comes to like heavy metal, excuse me, heavy metal music and horror movies, I, I would say like the greatest soundtrack of any uh, movie would be probably The River's Edge. But um, what do you think, like the role uh. of? What do you think the role of heavy metal music and horror movies is? Like, having them both together? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if they tie it together too well. But I know they go hand in hand, especially with a metal fan. I mean, uh, I guess the horror film is exactly like what heavy metal is to uh, the music, you know? Some people enjoy horror flicks, other people don't. But for the most part, people who do enjoy horror flicks are usually hardcore, easily... A little bit, uh, you know, got a few issues, mm -hmm. like most people, and um, and that's what it is. Oh, you know, uh, well, most times, like I think, I find uh, that most metal uh, people, or even punks, enjoy a lot of horror or cult films, as they say. I see. Now, um, what are the touring plans for uh, the rest of the year and next year? Going to any interesting places? Uh, well, we plan on uh, trying to go overseas, hopefully. Uh, that's all in the, the planning stages still. But if we would go, we most likely would be going with a band called uh, Field by Fire. Mm -hmm. Hopefully doing all of Europe. But most definitely what we do got set is uh, we'll be doing a U.S. tour with uh, a band from Germany called Nocturnal. A really good thrash band. Uh, we plan on doing a crash of the mile with them out here in LA, and uh, most likely working uh, working east through the south. We'll probably hit Texas, and then we'll uh, land at Maryland Deathfest play a few shows. I see. Now, um, when are you going to be making it out to play shows around Philly, New York City, or Brooklyn, and the Boston areas? Well, uh, after we do that whole uh, leg with the Nocturnal. We'll most likely be uh, dropping them off in uh, Baltimore, and they'll be flying out from there. Okay. But we still got to make it back to California, so we plan on uh, hitting up more, plan on playing, uh, you know, like you said, Boston, New York, New Jersey, Philly, everything else. I see. You think you could possibly uh, coax uh, Lich King to play maybe uh, a show, maybe two or three hundred miles south of Boston, say maybe convince him to go to uh, Philly or Brooklyn? Ooh, I don't know. It all depends. I'd have to talk to them. I have to talk to the people uh, setting up the show. 
I see. Now, um, when composing like lyrics for uh, your music, what do you find is more creative? Ideas that come to you when you're sleeping or when you're awake? Ooh. I think uh, I think you get a lot of inspiration uh, from when I'm sleeping, but in the end, I'm always gonna have to take, I'm always gonna have to write everything down when I'm awake. So it's a combination of both. It just depends if when I'm aware and awake. If I can compile everything I remember from my dream and organize it the right way, then it'll come out good. But if I fail to do that, I guess I just can't really get in there. Okay, now, um, with like the uh, 2010 midterm elections coming up uh, next month, have you been inspired to pen any new uh, music? Actually, uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, right now with this whole California election coming up, we got a choice of either uh, Meg Whitman, a billionaire, her, uh, you know, she's on eBay, and uh, she's basically paying for her whole uh, campaign. She's the kind of person that says, well, you know, I paid for it, so make me governor. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it kind of discourages me, especially when uh, her her competition is another incompetent governor named, uh, what's his name, uh, James Brown or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's awful. The choices are bad. The politics here is just awful. And we're most likely going to hand uh, California to another billionaire whose only interests are, you know, private banks and the Federal Reserve. So, it, you know, it really ticked me off. So it has been uh, giving me kind of, it's been kind of amused for writing some music. So, yeah, as far as we've been writing some stuff. Yeah, you think uh, the way things are going now, you think uh, California might uh, be up for that, I think, Proposition 19 to uh, have legalization of recreational use of marijuana? Well, yeah, I know I know that's most definitely going to pass. But just like the whole gay marriage thing, it's going to be around for like a few months. And then the feds are just going to have to, you know, pull the leaves on it. They're just going to say nope. So that's what most likely will happen. I see. You think... Um... With any of the other states where um, there's referendums either on like uh, medical uses of marijuana or just the straight up recreational use, um, I think uh, maybe Oregon and two other states have that on the ballot. Colorado? Yeah. Um, how yeah. do you think it'll do in those areas? Uh, I don't know. I think if uh, California sets the standard and uh, goes as an example. And if things work out with the whole medical thing, and or you know the whole, uh, the whole selling weed to the general public, it might be a good example to the rest of the states. And most obviously, you probably see like Oregon and Colorado following along. I think it might work if it doesn't. It's like it. I see. Now, um, imagine for a second your song "Dawn of the Unholy" appeared on a Beavis and Butthead episode. What do you think they'd say? Uh, what was that? Okay, imagine for a moment, like your song, Dawn of the Unholy, from Terror Storm. That's playing on a uh, Beavis and Butthead episode. What do you think they would say? Oh, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what they would say. They'd probably, uh, they'd probably talk a lot of shit, as usual. <laughs> uh, they'd make fun of uh, the way we'd look, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is what they would say. If anything, a, a music video would look like a gangster rap video. Okay. So, so they probably uh, make uh, funny comments about that. I don't know. Should be funny though. Any um, any plans to make it an actual music video or like uh, anything um, involving actual footage of you guys accompanied by a song? Well, um, yeah, we, we do plan on making a music video, mm -hmm. but we don't necessarily plan on putting ourselves in the video very much. It's not like we really don't, really don't feel like we want to glorify ourselves and, and just put the whole focus of our music on ourselves. We would rather have people listen to the song and take it for what it is without knowing who the people behind it are. And most definitely, if we did a music video, it'd just be, you know, very graphic, uh, Video clips of just atrocities, people getting murdered, you know, mm -hmm. genocide. Just uh, basic things that people should know about, but they don't want to hear about it. I see. Now, um, like, what are your favorite music magazines to read? Mm, so far, uh, one that I like is, uh, I guess, Terrorize is a good one. Mm -hmm. And they actually did a review about it. Pretty cool. But, uh, Metal Hammer's another, uh, good one, too. Just thinking about things recreationally, like, um, what's your favorite tequila and what's your favorite whiskey? Uh, my favorite what? Tequila and whiskey. Oh, tequila and whiskey. Mm. Well, uh, I've had, uh, this tequila, it was called, uh, uh Cabo Wabo from, uh, Sammy Hagar. Mm -hmm. Actually, a pretty good tequila. It got me, uh, really rowdy, so... I would call, I'd probably call that the best one, in my taste. Okay. And that for whiskey, though, know, hmm, I like, uh, I like, uh, Seagram 7, it's a good, it's a good whiskey. Oh, can you repeat that? Uh, Seagram 7. Hmm, sounds good. Yeah. Now, um, gotta talk about hamburgers now. Fat burger in and out. Um, Fat Burger or In and Out. Mm. Also, maybe even you Carl's Jr. too. Who knows? Carl's Jr., huh? <laughs> well, fucking hey. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with In and Out, man. There's something about those Christians making those burgers. They're quite delicious. Okay, now, um, how do you like your burger? Mm, most likely, if I order it, it's going to be uh, um, a double double with extra cheese and grilled onions. And we're rocking. You got any pre-show rituals to get revved up for the show, or um, just run on stage and play, or something like that? Well, most times before we uh, play a show, our, our main ritual, if we're not doing it in the van, or you know, we're not doing it outside, most times you know we like to take a, a toke of some marijuana, mm -hmm. you know, get really high, yeah, uh, get a spirit lifted. And then uh, after we're feeling, you know, comfortable and warm, we might either cruise by next to the bar or, uh, or uh, you know, reach into the cooler and get a nice refreshment and uh, get the blood flowing. And then most time after that, we're ready to set go. I see. Now, um, got any advice for aspiring musicians, like thinking of a life as a musician? What advice would you like to give them? Hmm, there's only really one thing. You gotta come up with material, you gotta get merch, 
and we got to promote the fuck out of it online. I see. Got to do. Many fans of like hard rock and heavy metal music like claim that the peak of that kind of music was like 1980s and early 90s. Like, and view that era as like a real hallowed, hallowed period. Do you think we're in a new age of creativity and song compositions with the bands of today? Hmm. Well, uh, uh, actually in the 80s and 90s, uh, heavy metal was doing uh, better in terms of uh, commercial sales and whatnot. But generally everything is actually kind of, you know, been on gone under the radar. Nothing really sounds like it used to. Yeah. But after the recent surge of crash, I mean, I don't know if it's a new wave. I don't know if it's a, if it's as good as back in the eighties and nineties. But I know it's making some noise. That's all I can say. For live shows, like, what's a more difficult environment for you to play in? Like a real like cold venue, like at a bar somewhere, it's like in the winter time, or say like. Let's say it's August and you're like at an outdoor like festival or something playing. What's like more difficult for you to play? Actually, I found that uh, playing in a cold environment is actually a lot harder because uh, uh, your fingers really uh, get the shitty end of that shit. They start playing and you can feel the strings and it's just, it's, uh, it's all bad. It's painful. You can't really get warmed up. Uh, and well, the heat, you know, you could deal with the heat. We played a lot of shows where fucking, there was no airflow. We're just breathing in everyone's uh, breath. It's just it's awful. Like, we were under water boiling, but cold weather is pretty tough to play. Okay, like, uh, after editing and stuff, like, would you like to hear um, any, like, live songs, like, in this interview? Like, um, say, Faces of Death, Terror Storm, uh, Dawn of the Unholy... No End in Sight, or Black Thrash Assault, what would you like to hear? Hmm, uh, Terror Storm is a good song. I always love playing that one. I see. Now, um, what makes you the most happy as a musician when playing a live show? Uh, well, uh, what makes me happy is usually uh, we'll be on stage and we'll start raging. Mm -hmm. And if, uh, if there's like one or five people... Or there's fucking a hundred to a thousand people. But they're all feeling music, raging, you know, banging their head. Yeah. Going up stage, you know, doing the whole circle pitch, janking and whatnot. That's what makes me happy the most, you know, feeling the energy from the, from the crowd back and forth. It's really good times. Now, uh, suppose you were uh, given uh, the position of president for a day. What would you do? Hmm. What would I do? Um, I would propose an executive order to declare a new a new world order upon the earth. Okay. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, you know, see what happens, you know. Try it out for a little bit. See if everyone likes it. I see. Now, um... What do you find is, like, your greatest muse as a songwriter? Uh, usually, uh, tribulation in life. Just like, uh, my recent, um, episode of Going to Jail has really inspired me to write some new music. Usually something that involves a lot of, uh, 
bad times, I guess. I see. Like, um, but how many new songs do you think you got in uh, the writing stages? We, uh, I don't know. Um, we plan on probably uh, releasing the next CD with a, with a good amount of songs. Probably like maybe a 12 to 13 songs. But most of them will be under like two to three minutes. But right now, I think we've got like three songs going, maybe five or six. I see. Now, um, have you gotten to the stage where you've actually um, performed any of these live yet? Oh, no, not at all. We've just been jamming them out. When do you think like these uh, new songs that you've been working on will be uh, ready for um, performances? Hmm, no, well, still got to work on them. Still got to figure out some things. What we plan on doing is... Uh, Laying them as best as we can, and then uh, taking them to a friend's studio and doing somewhat of a demo, just so we could get a, a better grasp of the song. Because it seems that every time we record a song, we really don't know it until we record it and listen to it for ourselves without having to play it. And uh, we just want to check it out, see how it sounds, and then uh, depending how things go, we'll probably most likely hit the, the studio and record the album. Try to get it out by the summer of 2011 or the fall. Now, would that be like an EP, or would that be like like an 8 to 15 uh, LP song? Or an 8 to 15 song LP? Yeah, it's most likely it's going to be an LP. Okay, cool. Now, um, would you be um, trying to get that on vinyl as well? Yeah, we're going to try to get it on cassette, vinyl, you know, uh, CDs, every, every outlet we can do. Okay. Now so, uh, we're also going to start hunting for some uh, labels. Hopefully, get some support there and distribution. I see. Now, suppose you had a wish to be granted by a genie that would benefit your band. W what would you choose and why? I would choose uh, an amphibious airplane car, <laughs> or actually, an amphibious airplane uh, 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 bus. So we could fucking fly out and and or we could you know swim across wherever we must and we could drive all over the states and Europe and South America and everywhere everywhere like um but the cooler in the back of course in the in the restroom area in a built-in uh uh weed garden oh nice now yep now, as a musician, what makes you hungry? Like, I mean, like, hungry for success. Like, as a musician, what makes you hungry? Oh, yeah, well, uh, you know what? Um, what makes me hungry is uh, listening to other people's music, and listening to the music that's coming out now. And uh, I hear music from back then, and most times people were really outspoken about what was going on with society. I had mm -hmm. something to say about something important. But now I listen to music and it's, it's garbage. It has nothing, it has no relevance. None of the lyrics. It's just about having a good time or it's about nothing at all. Most likely some kind of, you know, pleasure like sex or drugs. So, you know, as a musician and playing heavy metal, I want to go out there and start writing some music that really means something, that has some kind of message. 
that after you read the lyrics, you know, gives some type of like, you know, uh, you know, makes it provokes the mind, I guess, rather than just being a simple sheep type person. Okay. Now, what would you say was uh, the best performance in Witch Haven's uh, existence? Mm, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, we played a thrash show, mm -hmm. and it was a really good show. People went wild, but uh, performance-wise, we were just awesome. We were just we weren't really playing. Uh, we weren't really in time as much not as tight as we usually play. We're actually a bit sloppy, but for some reason, the crowd is just going wild. I mean, insane as well. I see. So it was a good show, but the performance was awful. Um, but then there's a show where there's like five people, and I, I must admit, we were just spot on, you know, everything was tight, everything was in time. So it's just a hard one. I see. What are you... What do you think you need to do to like um, top uh, like a performance like that? Hmm. Uh, we just need to put more effort into it. We gotta do the best we can, put a hundred percent. I guess I really don't know. We've got to rock the stage, I guess. Okay. Now, um, suppose you were given the chance to um, be cast in a horror movie. Like, pick anyone you want. What kind of role would you like to play? I would have loved to be in the film uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I would have been the... Uh, I would have been the dude that gets his head uh, bitten from uh, the slug monster. Yeah. <laughs> I see. No love for yeah, any of this. You've got a cool line in that film. It's like, what did you think? This is a motherfucking costume? This is a way of life. Good shit. Think to the uh, future for a moment. What do you think Witch Haven needs to do to um, take things to the next level? Uh, I think we just need to get distribution and we just need to get out there. I think uh, what needs to happen is we just need to start touring nonstop. Just dishing out shows continuously from the United States to Canada to Mexico to Europe. Even though, you know, some Asian countries. I see. Well, I think that's what we need to do is just get distribution and find a way out to uh, on the road, you know? Now, um, at what point in time did um, Witch Haven change from being a hobby to being something that was like really important to you? Or, or was it like from like the very first song you wrote for Witch Haven, was it, did you just say in your mind, you know, this is what I need to do with myself. Like, this is going to be huge someday. Uh, well, actually, you know what? It first started off as uh, uh, what happened was um, we're going to do that whole Venom tribute. So at first, it was going to be a hobby. I was hoping, you know, the band would just be something fun to do, play some Venom jam. Then we started writing our own music. And to me, it was still was a, it was a hobby, you know, in my mind. But when we played our first show, it just fucking, it went wild. People were receptive, and they really enjoyed the songs. And then we released the demos, and and we got more uh, good reviews. And so then I started considering, man, this is some serious shit. Time to uh, make this uh, a little bit more serious, man. 
and that's uh, right there. I think they released after the first two demos. When you're playing like a live concert, like what kind of situation do you need for just the audience to go like completely nuts? Uh, fucking, we just need a good sound. If we got a clean sound, I think we'll get people going. Think about um some of your contemporaries for a moment. Like, uh, what are some good uh, albums by uh, some bands you'd like to uh, tour with? Well, I think uh, I think Vector's got a really good album, actually. Uh, the recent one that they just toured with. I've been listening to it. What is it? It's called like Black Future, right? Something. I guess really so. Really good album. I have I have it on my computer, and I, I put it on the. I put it on uh, my self playlist. I listen to those songs, it's incredible. So, uh, yeah, it would be great to play with those guys. Or, um, shit, maybe even like uh, Warbringer. It would be uh, great to play with those guys. I think that uh, one's pretty good too. Another band would be, uh, it'd be kind of funny, but I think it'd, it'd, it'd make a great tour with the uh, Wish Even and Skeleton Weird. It'd be a good tour. The album's a really good tour. How about uh, Toxic Holocaust? Do you dig those guys? Yeah, um, yeah, I actually dig their stuff. Uh, I I like their stuff. Uh, the older stuff though, it was it had more of a, a DD punk feel with more of an extreme black metal sound. Nowadays it's kind of more refined and, and more of a just a thrash onslaught kind of sound. But I don't know, I enjoy the raw grittiness. For all the uh horror movie fans and stuff, what are five uh, good horror movies that you would recommend people see this month? Um, I'd suggest people watch the film, uh, what is it called, Blood Feast, number two. It's an independent film, it's a really good one. It's about a guy who, uh, who does uh, catering, but he does the catering with his, his clients, per se. Mm. It's a really good film. Yeah, he tops them up and makes them into cakes. Great stuff. And uh, another one would be uh, Cannibal Holocaust. I had a good laugh off of that one. That would be my second choice. My third would be uh, The Shining. I always love that film. I always nice. laugh hard at, uh, when uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, you know, he breaks loose. He goes wild. Good time. Uh, and then... Um, It would be another, uh, anything, uh, anything from the director from Italy, uh, Lucia Fulci. Okay. He's a really good, all the films are usually really good. Perfect for any, uh, Halloween night. Uh, like I said, The Race Ahead is another good film. I don't know if you've ever watched that one. I don't think I got around to watching that one. Usually, uh. I'm just into, like, Japanese splatter nowadays, like, Yoshihiro Nishimura, that dude is God to me. <laughs> yeah, those are good stuff. Good times. Like, uh, Tokyo Gore Police, Machine Girl, Frankenstein Girl vs. Vampire Girl. Really gotta see, uh, Mutant Girl Squad, that's gonna be, like, uh, some crazy, uh, take on, uh, the X-Men. Only, like, a bunch of crazy characters, uh, like, chopping people off and stuff like that. That sounds like the perfect time. Yeah. That's like a... Those are quality films right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess uh, my final choice would be uh, hmm, that THX movie. You know, have you ever seen that one? Uh, repeat it. Uh, THX with uh, Robert Duvall as like some uh, some some like you know slave guy. They shave his head and they put like a barcode on him. Nah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's a really good film. I see. Well, um, that's pretty much uh, all the questions I got, Henry. Super, uh, good. super thanks for uh, appearing on WMSC. Do appreciate it, man. And uh, thanks a lot for having uh, having me on the interview. Now, um, important question though: What kind of um, information can you give to uh, all the people that want to pick up, say, like Unholy Thrash Attack, like? the vinyl of uh, Terror Storm, like t-shirts and stuff, like what kind of address, what internet address, or what website should people go to to get your stuff? Well, if uh, you want to buy some merchandise, get a CD shirt or whatever, just contact us on any uh, social network, popular social networks like uh, MySpace or Facebook, or, you know, of course, like Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, we got all of those going on. But if anything, uh, you could just go to www.witchhaven.net and it'll lead you to all those websites. So that's all you got to do. You give us a message, comment, whatever it is that you must do, and we'll get back to you. Cool, man. Thank you very much. Till the next time, man. Yeah, and, yeah, um, uh, have a great one, man. Like, after uh, this interview, would you remember? Would you recommend uh, hearing uh, the Black Thrash Assault? Oh, yeah. The Black Thrash Assault. Or the, the Black Assault. Oh, yeah. Something like that. The Black Thrash Assault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sounds good. Horns up, man. Thank you very much. I have a good one, dude. Uh, you know, let's party and rage soon. <laughs> Till the next time, man. All right. Peace. Peace.